All right. Good morning, Steady Trade Treats listeners. I am Bryce Tui, one of your hosts, joined by my co-host this week. He's back, Matthew Monaco. Boom, boom, boom. Um, we're back in action. The no real change in the market condition, Matt. I know you. I know you've kind of taken a little bit of a break, but I mean, just overall, I'd say basically what we've been saying the past few weeks still holds true. There are runners, but it's not like June, July. Exactly. We saw uh, GEVO last week, which was crazy. I don't know if we've ever seen a dollar stock trade a billion shares that's we're gonna say it was a billion guys it was close enough <laughs> like that so a billion dollars worth of funds. more than that more than that that was like that went up to two bucks that might have been close to like 1.5 billion okay that's what i'm saying like through penny stocks so clearly the volume and liquidity is still there that's crazy there's still runners but we're seeing maybe one a day maybe one every other day uh nothing like what we saw months ago where you would literally see 10, 15 runners every single day for like months straight. So there's still opportunity, like don't get discouraged. Don't don't think I'm saying there's absolutely no plays because there are still plenty of plays. It's just different from what it was in June, July. You need to be a little more selective. That's all. And that's okay. So we, again, we do have three stocks we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking about Shim, Chivo, because again, nuts, still nuts. And PIXY, um, those are the hottest movers, essentially, Matt and I saw on Friday, and ones that I think have uh, potential to do something on Monday, today. So let's get right into it, Matt. Start us off with Shimp. That is, we've talked about this before. It's, uh, what, Shrimp Natural Incorporated? Yeah, so it's an OTC. Basically, if you're looking for the news on it, doesn't matter. Don't care. Uh, news is good. It brings some eyes to this company, but it doesn't impact really the stock or how it trades fundamentals don't matter it's otc stock you're just looking to play technicals so we talked about this i think two weeks ago on a friday maybe about how it just failed the breakout so hard uh that was like the biggest fail i've seen Uh, i took a little bit of a loss on it but who whatever it is manipulated not manipulated maybe people actually want to buy a stock i don't know kind of sketchy either way it saved itself from that failed breakout which is extremely impressive and can actually broke out this time on friday we ran from like 11 cents hit a high of 17 cents that's a great move 60 percent move on the stock on a real otc breakout so uh and traded good volume too it was impressive because it got through all those bag holders from the breakout like so whatever's going on here awesome to see a stock running higher the better uh, it's kind of tough to long it now that it's already up like 100% basically from the breakout level. But I'm watching it. You know, if it gets high enough, it could be a good short. If it gets high enough, it's also going to be a good panic dip buy. Tons of plays here. Definitely keep it on your radar as long as the volume stays up. Absolutely. Love to hear it. Love to see it. Again, we haven't seen a whole lot of multi-day runners, but I mean, this, in theory, this kind of is one, you know. Um, I mean, it didn't break out the day before, but it had a decent green day and now it finally broke out. We haven't had a lot of actual daily breakout plays. They've just been gap ups. They'll either work that day and then fail the next or just not break out. So this is exciting. We have an OTC breakout again. I agree. I love OTC stocks. If you see one OTC breakout works, everyone's going to be looking for the next OTC breakout, which will just mean it'll work even better. Um, Yeah, it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy mindset. So I'm really rooting for this one to go. So that way the next one, whatever stock it is, works really well. Absolutely. Me too. That, 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 that will be my introduction. Maybe this, I've said this for a month now, but I'm like, I need to get no OTCs. If this one works guys, I'm getting into it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy an OTC breakout. Um, all right. Let's move on next to Jivo because that was one that I talked about on Friday. I think it had potential for Friday. 
boy was I wrong because a few hours after I recorded that episode, I think everyone saw what happened, that stupid offering deal. <laughs> um, essentially, it was just the institutional investors with the sale of 38 million. 461,545 common shares at a purchase price of $1.30 a share. Um, it's an at-the-market, or uh, yeah, a direct offering price at the market. And they expect gross proceeds of $50 million. Not bad for a company whose market cap is $64 million. The, it actually closed below that offering price. Uh, end, of the, end of the day, around like $1.20 a share, give or take. I don't know. The, again, the, the original news on this was really good like a $1.5 billion contract. Now, again, that can be, man, I'm sure you've seen news that looks great and it turns out to be fluff regardless. Perhaps that's one of them. I didn't look into the details of the contract and all this and that, but Matt, based on just the price action and the news of Jivo, does this have potential for the rest of the week still, even after that offering? Theoretically, offerings are good for companies because now companies have money that they didn't previously have before. Now, at the expense of that, it kind of crushes any shareholders slash traders who are in the stock because you see this short-term pullback. But again, the company now has money. I don't know if they've completed the offering, haven't looked into it. But I mean, shorts, their thesis now is going to be there's an offering. There's more shares outstanding. So they're going to want to short it. And if they get too aggressive, we could definitely see a squeeze up to highs, beyond highs. I mean, given the volume it's trading, the closest thing I can relate it to is probably SRN which very similar thing happened there. Um, that was a higher price stock, but still got to like 500 or five, 500 million tra- uh, shares traded in a day, which was a ton for like a $6 stock or whatever it was at the time. It took like a month, but after the offering, it hovered around and then ripped up to like $15 a share. So the squeeze took a long time, but G- that's the closest thing I can compare Jivo to. And that's kind of my thesis on it. So I'm going to be watching it over the course of the next several weeks to see what happens uh, if you can hold up and then possibly squeeze the new highs. Right. Again, that's going to be the way that you know if that news is actually good is now it's, you got to give it some time. I find it peculiar that they had great news and did an offering the, ne- the day after, but like, oh yeah, but oh boy, we just got a billion dollars of revenue, but let's take a quick 50 million here guys. <laughs> but again, we'll see, give it some time now, probably not a play tomorrow or today or tomorrow, but gosh, I could be wrong. The, be careful of the float on this is 50 million. And with more shares, that's going to be adjusted. So it's not necessarily a low float, which makes a little, that's a little sad, but that's okay. Okay, just keep on watching. And now let's go to PIXY, a pretty pretty good mover. I played this. I really missed the need of the move both long and short, but that's okay. So the news on this one, it's a Ship Pixie Inc. It's a restaurant company. It's something to do with food and uh, Ship Pixie Labs Ghost Kitchen announced that it will be relocating to Miami, Florida. That was the news. <laughs> there was no talk about an actual increase in revenue in terms of numbers. I mean, if you look on the daily chart of this, it is ugly. It, it basically hit new lows, um, bounced off of lows technically for the, for the year. And then it gapped up like 50% and then it ran up. And so it closed the previous day at 350 a share and then hit a high the next day, the day it ran of like 620s. Quite the move. And so essentially what the news is saying is that uh, the, lo- the relocation is a plan to expand its business into the thriving East Coast restaurant industry. So they, they assume that this is going to help make them more money. But this traded a ton of shares. It was 120 million shares traded above four to five to six dollar stock, whatever you want to classify it as. Matt, 
what do you think the news to me that sounds like such flop news like almost like they didn't even anticipate doing that much volume that day but curious on your thoughts the volume very impressive but i don't it's 2020 i don't even know what to expect anymore everything's the volume's crazy everywhere but pull up a daily chart of pixy and like you can see like immediately there's like five failed spikes like Anytime you see a company like that does that, like history tends to repeat. And that's why there's a lot of short sellers in the penny stock market. Like it fails. And anytime it runs, it fails. So like shorts know that they want to get in it. I mean, given the volume there, I'm surprised it didn't squeeze. I'm going to be honest with you because of just how many shares it traded, but it ended up dying shorts one yet again on this stock. But what's interesting is eventually, I don't know when, could be literally five years down the road. There will be a day that this stock does not fail. And shorts will be in trouble on that day. No idea when it will be. Literally, it could be 2030, okay? Like, but there will be a day that it stops failing and it'll squeeze and destroy a bunch of people. So if, you're, if you made money short, congrats. Awesome trade. Just one, when that one day comes, be careful. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> and that's always, it always seems like that one squeeze when, again, the market's not dead right now, but when the market's slower and that one squeeze happens, you get like another week of just everything is a short squeeze. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. I'm excited as a, I don't really have a bias, but I love, who doesn't like seeing runners? Even shorts like to see runners at the end of the day, right? Also, I, I haven't gone into the filings on this, but normally when you see a gap up like that and just full on sell off, there's a little bit of dilution. Could be wrong on this one. Um, I did, again didn't check the filings, but always beware, especially especially if you're along. You don't want to see too much dilution. You can check that. Learn to do that in the filings. So if you want more information on filings and that stuff, Matt actually, Mister Mono Trader, just did the 30 day boot camp with Tim Sykes, and he actually dedicated a whole day of the boot camp to SEC filings and uh, whatnot. Matt, talk a tiny bit about that. We're, we're plugging you here. I love it. Yeah, it was actually a really cool day. It was probably one of my favorite days of the boot camp. Uh, I think it was LQMT maybe was the ticker, liquid metals. I don't know. Tim went through a trade on how he found it through an SEC filing. That's why I was running. They didn't have a PR. Uh, so we talked about SEC filings, how they affect stocks, and kind of like the basics on what you should look for. It was actually a bonus for that specific day uh, where I go and find the LQMT filing um, from like its trade in like 2010, 2011 and show you exactly what he's looking for and like how to like open where to even see an SEC filing. So it was really cool. Uh, yeah. Make sure you check it out. We'll link it in the description below. Uh, yeah, but it's a great can... product. And I think it's a good place for a lot of people to start. You'll also meet the dumbest trader Matt knows guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. To be my co-host, Mr. Bryce Tui over here. <laughs> oh God. I love it. No, it's it really is a great product. And I mean, I'm not trying to plug it because I love it here, but also guys, Stocks to trade, the platform literally has a tab for SEC filings. <laughs> it doesn't get much easier than that. They got the breaking news tab. This is where we find all of our information for the runners. And if you're not using it, they, well, they have a, there's a seven-day trial for $7, right? I mean, you need to check it. At least try it. It's, it's an amazing platform. So, yeah, check out uh, Stocks Trade and the Boot Camp. Two great ways to really get in tune with the news and SEC filings. And you'll learn a lot from that boot camp. That is it, guys, for today's episode of Steady Trade Treats. Again, be careful. A lot of things have been dying at the end of the day, and that's okay. It, I'm not going to say it's a short market or a short seller market right now, but it's definitely not what we saw in June and July. But be careful because if you do short, one of these days, these, this absurd volume, it has to squeeze someone at some point. 
and that will most likely history repeats itself that will most likely start another um week or two of a hot market where everything runs so just be on watch for it again we don't know when it's going to happen but it's bound to if the volume keeps up so we'll be back to you on wednesday with your wednesday edition of study trade treats and until then have a great start to the week and just stay safe out there